as college students, we're all looking for ways to stand out from the crowd. And one way to do that is by writing interesting essays. Unfortunately, many of us end up writing essays that are too boring and don't capture the attention of our professors. If you want to write essays that impress your professors and show off your creativity, follow these tips. By following these simple steps, you'll be able to write essays that are both interesting and engaging. From finding the right angle to using anecdotes and examples, these tips will help you write essays that are both interesting and engaging. There are numerous characteristics of a good essay. Original thinking, a tight structure, balanced arguments, and many more. But one aspect often overlooked is that a good essay should be interesting. It should spark the curiosity of the reader, keep them absorbed, and make them want to keep reading and learn more. A boring essay risks losing the reader's attention. Even if the points you make are excellent, a dull writing style or poor handling of a dry subject matter can undermine the positive aspects of the essay. The problem is that many students think that essays should be like this. They think that a dull, dry style is suited to the purposes of academic writing, and don't consider that the teacher reading their essay wants to find the essay interesting. Academic writing doesn't have to be, and shouldn't be, boring. The good news is that there are plenty of things you can do to make your writing more interesting. Even though you can only do so much while remaining within the formal confines of academic writing, your professors have to read uncountable essays in a day. You can either submit a half-baked one that bores them to death or take time out to write one that's sure to leave them impressed, and get you the scores you want. Let's take a look at how you can write interesting essays in seven steps. 1. Be interested in what you're writing about. If there's one thing guaranteed to inject interest into your writing, it's actually being interested in what you're writing about. Passion for a subject comes across naturally in your writing typically making it more lively and engaging, and infusing an infectious enthusiasm into your words. In the same way that it's easy to chat knowledgeably to someone about something you find interesting, this makes it relatively easy to write interestingly about a subject you have a real passion for. However, problems arise when you're forced to write an essay about subjects for which you lack enthusiasm. It's difficult to conjure up passion for your least favorite subjects and that will come across in your writing. There are steps you can take, though, here are some tips on writing about a subject you don't enjoy. Adjust your mindset, convince yourself that there are no boring subjects. If the subject or essay comes across as boring, blame yourself, if you find yourself feeling negative about it, try to find interest in it. Think about how it relates to the real world and how important the subject is. Find interesting snippets of information about it and look at it from a new angle. Think about your reader, consider the fact that not everyone will find the subject as boring as you do. As you write, keep the reader in mind and imagine them to be the world's biggest fan of this subject. Find the fans, if you find it impossible to get into the mindset of your audience. Try googling the subject to find forums, videos or blog posts in which the subject is discussed by people who do find it interesting. This will help you picture whom you're writing for, and give you a different perspective on a subject you may not have found inspiring up to now. 2. Include fascinating details. 
Another factor that can make an essay boring is a dry subject matter. Some subjects or topic areas are naturally dry, and it falls to you to make the essay more interesting through your written style. More on this later, and by trying to find fascinating snippets of information to include that will liven it up a bit and make the information easier to relate to. One way of doing this with a dry subject is to try to make what you're talking about seem relevant to the real world, as this is easier for the reader to relate to. In a discussion of a seemingly boring piece of legislation, for instance, you could make a comment along the lines of if it were not for this legislation, none of us would enjoy the freedom to do such and such today, or legislation and ultimately pave the way for legislation B, which transformed criminal law as we know it. Make it seem exciting. 3. Emulate the style of writers you find interesting. When you read a lot, you subconsciously start emulating the style of the writers you read. It's therefore beneficial to read widely, as this exposes you to a range of styles and you can start to take on the characteristics of those you find interesting to read. If you feel engaged with a piece of writing, the writer must be doing something right. As you read, think consciously about what the writer is doing to hold your interest, perhaps underlining or copying out certain phrases, techniques, sentence structures and so on. Then apply their techniques to your own writing. 4. Write in the active voice. It's the oldest trick in the book, but using the active rather than the passive voice will automatically make your writing more interesting to read. It results in more direct, energetic writing that makes the reader feel more in the moment. Unfortunately, many students employ the passive voice in the belief that it makes their writing sound more academic or intellectual, in fact, it makes their writing sound boring. Remember, the active voice is when the subject of the sentence acts, while the passive voice is when the subject is acted upon. Passive. It was concluded by the scientists that the methods used were active, the scientists concluded that the methods used were the subject in this example is the scientists and the act they are carrying out is concluding. As you can see in this example, the active voice almost always results in neater and more elegant phrasing, which is more concise and enjoyable to read. 5. Write short paragraphs. To find your essay interesting, your readers wouldn't want to read multiple pages of wordy or lengthy sentences with lots of unnecessary information. Instead, they would be engrossed in an essay that consists of precise points and smaller paragraphs that don't ramble on. The solution? Stick to the purpose of the essay without disrupting the flow of your ideas. Avoid including overcomplicated words or phrases that can confuse your readers. You may think that using a thesaurus and adding complicated words will make you seem academic. But in hindsight, it can compel your readers to feel alienated and make you sound arrogant. Reading essays that consist of the above issues may tend to become laborious to read and understand easily. This eventually causes your readers to lose interest in your essay and then ignore it. 6. Borrow some creative writing techniques. There's clearly a limit to the amount of actual storytelling you can do when you're writing an essay. After all, essays should be objective, factual and balanced. Which doesn't, at first glance, feel very much like storytelling. However, you can apply some of the principles of storytelling to make your writing more interesting. For example, 
just as the opening sentence or paragraph of a novel is incredibly important in capturing the attention of the reader early on. So the first paragraph of your essay is essential in making your reader want to continue reading it. Start with an attention-grabbing hook to draw them in, such as a controversial statement, a tantalizing snippet of information or a rhetorical question, more on these below. Here are some more techniques you can adopt from creative writing to improve your essays. 7. Think about your own opinion. Your essay is bound to be boring if all you do is paraphrase what everyone else says about something. A good essay, in humanities subjects, at least, incorporates the writer's intelligent responses to what others say, and this critical consideration not only shows that you're thinking at a high academic level, but it automatically adds more interest and originality to your writing. So, think independently and don't be afraid to demonstrate that you're doing as much. 8. Cut the waffle. Rambling on and on is boring, and almost guaranteed to lose the interest of your reader. You're at risk of waffling if you're not completely clear about what you want to say, or if you haven't thought carefully about how you're going to structure your argument. Doing your research properly and writing an essay plan before you start will help prevent this problem. Editing is an important part of the essay writing process. So once you've done a first draft, edit out the waffle. Read through your essay objectively and take out the bits that aren't relevant to the argument or that labor the point. As well as editing out chunks of text, it's important to be economical with words. Not using 10 where 5 will suffice, and avoiding clunky phrases such as those outlined in this article. During the editing process, tighten up your phrasing by eliminating unnecessary words and reordering any sentences that read badly. 9. Using a thesaurus isn't always a good thing. You may think that using a thesaurus to find more complicated words will make your writing more interesting, or sound more academic, but using overly highbrow language can have the wrong effect. It alienates the reader and makes you sound pompous, with the result that the essay is more laborious to read and the reader may quickly lose interest. Despite this, many undergraduates admit to deliberately overcomplicating their languages to make it sound more highbrow. If you want to keep your reader interested, keep your language clear and simple. 10. Avoid repetitive phrasing. Avoid using the same sentence structure again and again, it's a recipe for dullness. Instead, use a range of syntax that demonstrates your writing capabilities as well as making your writing more interesting. Mix simple, compound and complex sentences to avoid your writing becoming predictable. 11. Use some figurative language. As we've already seen, it's easy to end up rambling when you're explaining difficult concepts, dash particularly when you don't clearly understand it yourself. A way of forcing yourself to think clearly about a concept, as well as explaining it more simply and engagingly, is to make use of figurative language. This means explaining something by comparing it with something else, as in an analogy. For example, you might use the analogy of water escaping from a hole in a bucket to explain the exponential decay of a radioactive substance, as the rate of depletion of both depends on how much remains, making it exponential. This gives the reader something familiar to visualize, making it easier for them to understand a new concept. Obviously this will not be a new concept for the teacher who set your essay. 
but they will want to see that you can explain concepts clearly and that you have a thorough grasp of it yourself. 12. Avoid cliches. Cliches are overused words or phrases that make your writing predictable, and therefore less interesting. An example would be at the end of the day, but there are many such favorites of student essay writers. Don't forget that your teacher will have a stack of essays to read in one sitting. If you use the same tired expressions everyone else uses, your essay will blend in with all the others. Make it stand out by shunning the cliches you know your classmates will be using. 13. Employ rhetorical questions. One of the ways in which ancient orators held the attention of their audiences and increased the dramatic effect of their speeches was by making use of the rhetorical question. What is a rhetorical question? It's essentially one you ask without expecting your audience to answer. One that you will answer yourself, like the one we asked in the previous sentence. This can be an effective way of introducing a new line of inquiry, or of raising questions that you're going to address in more detail. A good place to use a rhetorical question is at the end of a paragraph, to lead into the next one, or at the beginning of a new paragraph to introduce a new area for exploration. The rhetorical question, but is there any evidence to support X's claim? Could, for instance, begin a paragraph that discusses evidence for an opinion introduced in the previous paragraph. What's more, as we've already seen, you could use a rhetorical question as your hook to lure readers in right at the beginning of your essay. 14. Proofread. Finally, you could write the most interesting essay a teacher has ever read, but you'll undermine your good work if it's littered with errors, which distract the reader from the actual content and will probably annoy them. Before you submit your essay, proofread it thoroughly to ensure that the grammar is elegant, the punctuation is perfect and the spelling is flawless. Don't just use a spelling and grammar checker, as these don't always pick up on all the errors.